Joe, I've started the podcast. What is a podcast? A podcast is something we do on Friday when we finish work and we get to celebrate the weekend by talking about crazy fucking mysteries. Podcast is where we get to talk and no one stops us from talking. Yeah, man. Yeah. That's right. You're listening right now and you might be thinking, shut the fuck up, Joe and Rich, but we can't hear you. Do you know what they can do, though? They can turn it off. Maybe, yeah, they could, but I don't know that. Don't turn it off, guys. Keep, keep listening. We'll say something interesting eventually. Hey, I'm going to get straight to this mystery because there's, there's a lot of shit to cover. We're going in dry. What I like about this mystery, right, is it's kind of a mystery is going to hit you right at the start. I'm not going to hide the mystery. We're going to go straight into it. Okay. And then we're going to have all these theories on what we think happened. Presented in the story. Yeah. So and straight theories, away, and, and the, the theories, theories we have as well. The theories are quite interesting. All right, hit me with it. Okay. So, balls deep. On March the eighth, two thousand fourteen, Malaysia Airlines flight three seven zero three seventy, and the two hundred thirty nine people on board took off into the night sky from Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur, well pronounced. Thank you. Never to be seen. Been uh, practicing or no, no. Are <laughs> uh, heard from again. Man, they, they went, went fucking missing. They went to Mars. Do you know about this? Uh, it's quite a famous thing. Normally, the answer is always no, but this I heard. Of. It only happened in 2014, so it wasn't a long time ago. I remember this, and it was a big deal. In the nine years since, one of the world's largest aviation disasters still remains one of the great mysteries of our age, with no investigation resulting in a definitive answer to the question of what happened to the plane, its passengers, and its crew. So, like, the remains have never been found. Nope. Well, you know the answer, don't you? What? It's in the ocean. <laughs> only one place it could be but then why haven't we found it if it's in the ocean you think bitches can dig down to the ocean yeah that fucking uh, James Cameron James, dude, if it? James Cameron gets on it then he'll find them I would have thought he would love this mystery <laughs> he's trying to yeah I'm surprised he hasn't made a movie about I it I he's going to make a movie about it and as all the people who went under the ocean in the plane turn into big blue cats yeah he made that Avatar bullshit right I can't stand Avatar I don't understand why people like Avatar the first one I saw I enjoyed it I can understand why people don't like it is it because you like blue dicks I didn't see any blue dicks. I was a bit oh. disappointed. Um, you like blue cats? Yeah. You like to shave cats and make them cold so they turn blue? <laughs> I heard the second one was terrible. I mean, I think it's all awful. I, I, don't, I don't like any of it. It's like, I'd rather watch the Smurfs. If I want blue, I'm watching the Smurfs. Yeah. All right. What we do know is that MH370, a Boeing... What am I saying? B-O-E-I-N-G. You got yeah. it right, bro. A Boeing 777 left... Kuala Lumpur International Airport at 12.41am local time and travelled northeast over Malaysia. Yeah, that's it. And out over the South China Sea. Because it was Malaysia Airlines, I remember. That's right. Destined for Beijing Capital International Airport. Alright. It doesn't seem like a, a, that long a flight, I don't think. No. Malaysia to China. I don't. My geography ain't that good, but I don't think it's, it's not too far. The crew last communicated with air traffic control 38 minutes after takeoff. Around halfway between Malaysia and Vietnam. Minutes after, it is believed to have suddenly deviated westward from its planned flight path. Now that is interesting as fuck. So it changed its course. It changed its course. Oh man, this is going to be one of those cases where the pilot was like, "My life is over. My wife's left me, or I've, you know, I've, I've bet the house on uh, on the casino. I'm going to kill myself in the most fantastic way." Why would they kill everyone else though? People are selfish dicks. Uh, apparently. I mean, I might be wrong. It's just a theory before I've heard any more information. Speculation. Um, military radar tracked MH370 across the Ma- Ma- Malay Peninsula. Peninsula? Malay Peninsula. That would be the Thank Malaysian potentially. Yeah. And over the Andaman Sea? I don't know that one. Before- Mate, I know three seas. I mean, I the know. Atlantic, 
No, that's an ocean. I don't know any seas. <laughs> <laughs> before, it, before it left radar range, two, 230 miles northwest of Penang Island. Not Penang. Penang Island. Oh, man. I bet that's where their destination was. They got really disappointed when they got there. The last primary radar contact was made at 2.22am when it vanished as if into thin fucking air, Joe, like a ghost. Sons of bitches. All 239... Yes, yeah, exactly. All 239 people in the aircraft are presumed dead. Yeah, of course they're presumed, 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 presumed dead. Like, they're not turned up. Like yeah. this. Do you think it's lost? Do you think that this? I is was thinking about lost, lost you know. Like, this is just to, like lost. Uh, what's the thing called in the middle? Oh, fucking! Uh, you're fucking with me now. Yes. Not limbo. They called it purgatory. Yeah, purgatory. Yeah. Hey, man. It's Friday, bitch. You can come out. Go on. It's Friday. Get <laughs> this Friday vibes, you bitch. Smile. Joe's being friendly. On, on the go- I demand the you be happy, it's Friday! Alright, stop shouting. Oh, she's smiling now, sorry. Stop shouting. <laughs> the most expensive search in it's the history the eye contact. I'm sorry, lady. of aviation was, was launched. Weird. In the following years, debris confirmed or believed to be from the MH370 aircraft was found washed up along the African coast and on islands in the Indian Ocean. Mm, so it went from the something sea to the Indian Ocean. Yeah, but to me that makes sense, right? Like it's just kind of wherever it went. You're, it's kind of Joe's theory of it's in the ocean. Yeah, it's in the water. The debris's been broken. That just proves to us that everyone's dead and it's in the ocean. Unless they were like swallowed by a whale and they're living like Jonah, they're all dead. Yeah. <laughs> I like that idea. However, <laughs> like someone's going to come out of there 50 years later. I've been inside the belly of a whale. <laughs> Despite the extensive searches, <laughs> no one has ever I've turned into Rick from Rick and Moy no one has ever leave been, your wife alone Rich <laughs> no one has ever been able to answer the question definitively what happened to flight MH370 it's one of those we don't know but we're pretty sure we don't know but here's some batshit crazy ideas of what I'm might have happened many theories have formed in the absence of any answers as has Angin China most passengers were of Chinese origin hmm. and Malaysia such theories I'm not going to say these theories I want to go into the theories Okay, so let's go with theory number one, like the biggest theory. Hit me with your big fat theory. Well, the most persistent theory has centred on, as Joe already alluded to, the pilot, Zahari Ahmed Shah. Yeah, he sounds suicidal. And suggestions <laughs> that was a deliberate act because he was facing personal problems. Hey! Theories possess pos- pos- that he <coughs> locked his co pilot out of the cockpit. Oh, close down. Get away from my cock. Close down all communications, depressurized the main cabin, cabin, and then disabled the aircraft so that it continued flying on autopilot until it ran out of fuel. And that's when he jumped out of a parachute and faked his own death, started a new life. He's a hero. His name <laughs> is Harry Kane. <laughs> so <don't> <laughs> Trying to go somewhere with it. Uh, <clears throat> Lionel Messi. This was a popular theory in the weeks after the plane's disappearance. His personal problems, rumours said, included a split with his wife, Bizar Khan, and his fury that a relative, opposition leader, Anwar Ibrahim, had been given a five-year jail sentence for sodomy shortly before he boarded the plane for the flight to Beijing. Whoa, 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 whoa. So the pilot had a, a, a beef with his wife? Uh, well, his wife split up with him. And then someone sodomised someone? So What? A relative yeah. who was an opposition leader. Opposition leader. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Probably in politics terms. Okay. Anwar Ibrahim, uh-huh. obviously a relative to his, uh-huh. had been jailed for five years due to sodomy. Okay. So his relative 
We don't know what relation. I mean, for all we know, his relative was just a homosexual man who enjoyed homosexual man, and he was in prison for it. Maybe they're both gay together. Where's this theory coming from? I don't know. Wait, so is why is he, he fucking his relative? Related, aren't they? Why is he fucking his relative? Does it just say relative? Yeah. Th- does it say what relative? Like no. uncle, cousin, brother? No, no. Okay, so... <laughs> fucking hell. Is this relative information? It's just like, this is juicy. He'd been bombing. I don't know. He'd been going down on some ass. So they chucked him in jail? Yeah, man. Oh, they live in Malaysia. Maybe they don't like bomb bomb stuff uh, in I, Malaysia. I, yeah, there could be some crazy fucked up laws. But People, the bomb don't need to be off limits. No, it don't. Bun is, bum is fun. But the pilot's wife angrily denied any personal problems, whilst other family members and friends said... Angrily denying problems while we split up, but there's no... How dare you assume there's problems? Said he was a devoted man and loved his job. This theory was also the conclusion of the first independent study into the disaster by the New Zealand-based air accident investigator, Ewan Wilson. I mean, why is he getting involved? He ain't got nothing to do with it. I don't fucking know. Go oh, on, tell us what you think, Ewan Wilson. Well, Wilson, the founder of Kiwi Airlines... Wilson! Kiwi Airlines. Brilliant. <laughs> and a commercial God pilot himself... <laughs> I... I, mean, I need to burp you like a baby right now. What's going on? I think mean, this is some Crohn's digestion shit. Said he arrived at the conclusion after considering every... I can't do a New Zealand accent, can you? No, I don't even know. I could hear it and wouldn't know. It's really... I've got to think of Flight of the Concords. Oh, go on then, yeah, do a bit of Jermaine. Flight of the Concords. Jermaine. Jermaine. Every, yeah. cons- every conceivable alternative scenario. Not bad, not bad. Thanks. I've Ordered got, the, I need to work on the bank teller friend of Jim Carrey and Yes Man. Maybe that's not as helpful. It's not as helpful. To me, that's helpful. I it's know. not as helpful. No, you go on. Do your photo concords, guys. So, however, he has not been able to provide any conclusive evidence to support his theory. The claims are made in the book, Good Night, Malaysian 370. <laughs> fucking hell. Imagine being a family relative. Oh, look, it's Good Night um, to fucking Malaysian 370. What a lovely way to uh, eulogise my dead friends and family. Uh, journal- Good night, dead people. <laughs> Journalist Ian... Higgins also put forward a similar theory in his book, The Hunt for MH370. He writes that the rogue pilot carried out a complex murder-suicide plan in a way that ensured the plane's remains and the bodies would never be found, see? Um, if he's kidding himself, I don't think he's actually caring if anything is found or not. No. I think just it's just a side effect of what he was doing. It wasn't his intention, it's just I get what that. happened to happen. I get you, bro, I get you. But this dickhead, Higgins, I, as soon as you started reading about it, I was like, oh, he's someone who's like, there's a mystery, there's some, there's some mystery and some misery, I'll profit off this and I'll sexualise it and fantasise it as much as possible. He was doing this and that, he made sure no one would be found. Bullshit, you dickhead. I think we're going to see a lot of that in, in this stuff. Pricks. According to the theory, Sharp manually turned off the plane's automatic transmission of flight data before taking out out his bag and putting on a jumper a scarf and an insulated jacket <laughs> light gloves and a woolen cap he's really, man was planning on faking his death I'm telling you <laughs> he's really thought about this he was like I'm getting out of here he then put on his oxygen mask and turned off the cabin lights forcing the passengers into darkness fuck that death Shah pressed a button above his head to turn off the cabin's pressurisation system forcing it into a rapid decompression does that make people's heads blow up what let's find out the passengers in the cabin and Shah's co-pilot Farrakh Abdul Hamid who had left the cockpit to fetch Shah a cup of coffee were left in complete darkness he can say that bitch go get me a coffee many would have been thrown to the ground by the sharp turn which lasted more than two minutes as the plane turned back southwest and tipping four minutes passengers who were unable to put on their oxygen mask in the darkness would have lost consciousness before suffering brain damage or death probably better even those who were able to put on their oxygen mask would only have lived 12 minutes longer than those that didn't before running out of air 
fuck this. Miss Higgins said this theory would explain why there was no distress text messages or calls from passengers as the flight passed over. That is interesting to me. Like, usually you would get distressed messages, like some kind of contact would have been made. This bitch is trying to kill us all. Shah's ruthlessly effective murderous plan was perfectly timed. Mr. Higgins wrote, <clears throat> After 30 minutes, he pushed the pressurization button to on and was able to remove his warm clothing and continue his flight. He flew along the airspace border between Malaysia and Thailand in an attempt to confuse authorities before turning towards the Indian Ocean. Shah's calculated pre-planned and complex strategy was to finish with a controlled ditching of the aircraft into the ocean, causing it to break into a few pieces and then sink. The pilot glided the plane onto water and Shah was knocked out on impact and drowned about 8.30am on March 8th, having flown the plane for almost eight hours. In an act of mass murder-suicide, he had made a jetliner himself and the 238 innocent souls on board vanish without a trace in one of the world's deepest, wildest and most remote stretches of sea, Mr Higgins wrote. It's also been rumoured that, Sah- that Sahari used a flight simulator at his home to plot a path to a remote island seen as an incriminating piece of evidence by many. That is interesting. I mean, the fact that they know he'd done all these buttons and pressurisation stuff, or I guess from whatever technology sends information back to the hub or the home of the plane or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's... To me, that the theory, as much as he's, he's sexing it up, is true. There are also theories that the tragic disappearance may have been a heroic act of sacrifice by the pilot to save people on the ground. You what? what? Australian aviation enthusiast Explain that to me. Michael Gilbert believes the doomed plane caught fire mid-flight, forcing the pilot to plot a course away from heavily populated areas. So he changed the course. I like that theory. But that, that is a nice theory. But that doesn't explain why he put all these clothes and jackets on. That is a nice theory. If it's on fire, you're not going to try and get warm on. All right, so your coat and your scarf on. Let's look into theories about our co-pilot. Go on then. Co-pilot Farik Abdul Hamid, 27, very young, was suspected by rumour spreaders. Rumour spreaders, sorry. Well, they're going to be very <laughs> reliable. To have overpowered the pilot and disabled the aircraft, again, for personal problems. Basically, all these pilots, crazy alcoholics, Joe. Fucking crazy alcoholics. Well, I'm always told that pilots get, like, girls, all sorts of pussy and money and, like... They're fucking hot. They're like celebrities of the skies. There is an idea that pilots are alcoholics. I'm sure I learned that somewhere. Boat captains definitely are. Some suggestion. <laughs> he flew the plane to its doom with crew and passengers unable to get through the locked door of the cockpit. They like a locked cockpit. Theorists have put, the, <laughs> theorists have put forward the suggestion that he was having relationship problems. Why would you kill yourself if you're having relationship problems? Fuck me. And this was his dramatic way of taking his own life. Well, I'm I'm a say a message to anyone out there who's listening right now. This might seem controversial, but fuck you. Anyone who's having a beef with their wife or some relationship problem, and you think the solution is to kill yourself and a bunch of other ones, you're a fucking loser. Yeah, you're fucking mental. loser. Sort yourself out. Grow the fuck up. Grow a fucking pair of balls. Get a spine and realize it ain't the end of the fucking world. But you're making it end the world for all those people on the goddamn plane. Fucking hell, life moves on, man. Get over yourself. Goddamn, it ain't that serious. He was engaged to be married to Captain Natalia Ramil Ramley, 26, a fellow pilot from another airline, and loved his job. Oh, that's lovely. There are also (laughs) there are no known reasons for him to have taken any fatal action. Others have suggested that because he was known to have occasionally invited young women into the cockpit during Mm. a flight, he had done so this time, and something had gone wrong. What she fucked him, and they (laughs) couldn't drive. He accidentally invited someone with like. Some sort of psychosis in yeah. there. She was hot, but she was crazy. And she started <laughs> pressing all the buttons saying, We're gonna die! <laughs> Young Chauncey Ruse. And said, he's like, This is hot. 
in March that she spent an entire flight in 2011 in the cockpit being entertained by Hamid, who was smoking. He probably thought he was James fucking Bond. He did. Like, oh yeah, play press buttons while he smokes. Fuck it. I mean, 20-year-olds trying to impress hot women. Yeah, that's quite normal. Interest in the co-pilot was renewed when it was revealed he was the last person to communicate from the cockpit after communication system was cut off. The co-pilot was the last one. Yeah. Okay, let's get into some fucking other crazy oh, shit. Shit's last communication. These bitches be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> There's bare buff girls here. I'm gonna die, but I'm gonna die doing what I love. You know, uh, the, fucking the, big titties. You know, <laughs> you know the what do you call it? The auto asphyxiation erotic thing where you masturbate and choke yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe I do like it. A, I do it regularly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe this is like the plane version. Like we're going down and I'm getting my dick sucked, but let me see if I can pull it off at the last one. I get you. I get you. Probably not. I'm making up. That'd be insane. <laughs> So, it's a theory. Let's get to this theory. The US shot down the aircraft. The fucking US. That is a super conspiracy theory and I love it. Read me more. <laughs> I don't believe it to be true, but read me more. At least two theories have been put forward suggesting that the United States were responsible for shooting down the aircraft. One suggests... Whilst Was- it was over fucking China. One suggests Washington feared MH370 had been hijacked and was about to be used to attack... And the answer was to shoot it down. <laughs> was, to be- was to attack the US military base on Diego Garcia Atoll in the Indian Ocean. And former French airline director, Marc Duguain, said he had been warned by British intelligence that he was taking risks by investigating this angle. However, there is no way of checking whether Duguain received such a warning or why he believes the Americans shot down the plane. But, adding to the the theory (laughs) that the aircraft was flown to Diego Garcia, either by the pilot, Zahari, or a hijacker, was the claim that on the pilot's home flight simulator was a practice flight to the island. Mm. Professor Anthony Gleese, an author and a director of the Center for Security and Intelligence Studies at the University of Buckingham, said the Americans would have no... Oh, sorry, he's British. Is he Buckingham? I don't know. I reckon that's somewhere else. uh, Read it how you want to read it, bro. The Americans would have no interest in doing anything of the kind and not telling the world. In theory, they might wish to shoot down a plane. They thought it was attacking them. But they wouldn't just fire missiles. He, he's saying they wouldn't just shoot it. They'd tell everyone about it and say, look what we did. They'd That's investigate it first with fighters and would quickly realise that even if it had to be shot down, the world would need to know. He's saying, look, they'd do, they'd do, they'd do something bad, but they'd brag about it. Author <laughs> and aviation consultant Alistair Roshan, fucking hell, Roshanshine yeah. said, the, the US would not have been able to hide the fact that in any event, if it were true, they would have admitted their action as it would have prevented a successful terrorist action on this occasion, like Joe said, Glowden, and acted as a term for future terrorist attacks. Yeah, they've been, we, uh, we prevented a terrorist attack. You're welcome, everybody. That's... Oh, yeah, your friends and family's all dead. Uh, oh, they wouldn't have mind shooting it down because it had no American passage on it, most likely. If Well, it could have, but would be more likely to have people from China and Malaysia because it was that area. It was from Malaysia to China. Okay, another theory was put forward by French journalist Florence de Changi in her 2021 book, oh, only, know, only a couple of years a ago, of this, The Disappearing Act, The Impossible Case of MH370, in yeah, which she said magician. the US shot MH370 down. After spending 14 chapters, 14 chapters, spelling a number of the theories surrounding the disappearance, she put forward her own. People get paid and actually make money to do this. That's fucking mad. That MH370... I'm good at guessing. I should fucking write You should. ...was brought down by the United States Air Force after a failed attempt to intercept the plane and seize a shipment of electronic equipment that was en route to Beijing. What the fuck? 
So the plane was carrying electronic equipment and the American government wanted it? Because the US, she writes, did not want China to have the equipment. Mm. She it's says, on the Boeing 777 cargo was <laughs> 2.5 tons of... <laughs> tons. On the Boeing... <laughs> of, of poorly documented Motorola electronics equipment, she says. The author, Motorola, you don't need to worry about that shit. <laughs> the author suggests that... Got a bunch of flip phones, that's it. That this belonged to the US. Like, they'll be going, walking around going, hello, Moto. Come and on, what are you scared of? <laughs> China wanted to get their hands on it. Investigating the cargo, did Chaggy writes that it had not undergone the proper security screening. At the time, the US, under Barack Obama's administration, was withdrawing troops from Afghanistan. Some believed the mystery cargo to be the remains of a drone downed in Pakistan of military equipment captured by the Taliban. Changi says, whatever it was, Beijing, under the new leadership of Xi Jinping at the time, wanted to get his hands on it and had routed it through Kuala Lumpur to be taken to Beijing on a nighttime passenger jet. This is some more like James Bond shit now. But when the US caught wind of the plot, Dichangi suggests the rival superpower came up with a plan to intercept the cargo and a false MH370 to land, confiscate the cargo and send it on its way to Beijing with just a two hour delay. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to like cut in there. They caught wind of the plot. You're acting like it was like just someone like accidentally spilled the beans like, oh, I'm going to this party, forgot to invite you. No, this is like some serious shit. How could they have caught wind of it? I know, bro. Anyways, continue your theories, people. The Chaggy suggests that two US airborne early warning. Yeah, we're okay. Oh, explains. Could have sandwiched MH370. If we crash and die right now, it won't be a mystery. They'll, it'll be recorded. It'll podcast. be recorded. Yeah, everyone will know. From above and below, completely blocking its magnetic field and all communications, rendering it invisible. At this point, she likes to say this a lot, pilot Zahari Ahmed Shah would have been ordered by the US to land the plane at a nearby airbase, likely airbase Utapio in Thailand. Chengi says, what the planning did not account for, however, was the pilot's refusal to follow such orders. Instead, perhaps saying he would maintain his calls to Beijing until he was told otherwise by Malaysia Airlines. Or, they were smart, they'd been like, look, land this plane, we'll get your sodomizing relative out of jail. <laughs> you can do all the bombing he wants over here. It's possible, it's possible that- I, I hear the plot of a movie. It's possible that the pilot and co-pilot attempted to take a shortcut to reach Chinese airspace more quickly. The Chengi suggests, but their attempt to escape the clutches of the US planes failed. The shooting down could have been a blunder, but it could have also been a last resort to stop the plane and its special cargo from falling into Chinese hands. She also suggests that China could have struck the plane after be, after seeing MH370 and US aircraft flying towards its airspace. Um, I'm waiting for the alien theory. The aliens intercepted and shut it down. They beamed it up. That's where some serious sodomizing happened. Uh, supports of the theory that the aircraft could have been shot down by the US or anyone else have pointed to such events happening in the past. Iran Air Flight 655 was downed by the United States in 1988 and Flight Cow 007 was shot down by the Soviet Union in 1983. I believe that. Associated Press reporter Scott Marowitz wrote that an accidental shootdown was one of seven plausible theories. I love that terminology. It was an accidental shootdown. So next theory, a Russian stole MH370 Christ and flew the jet to Kazakhstan. It's getting more fucking complicated, Joe. So they would have had to then murder all the people, which wouldn't be difficult. <laughs> My favourite bit is the way it starts is, one discredited expert <laughs> claimed the missing Malaysia Let's airline flight 370 was hijacked on the orders of, uh-oh, everyone's favourite villain, Vladimir Putin. 
and secretly landed in my dick don't work anymore in Kazakhstan Jeff Wise a US science writer he, he knows shit Joey he writes science who also sat on the independent group a watchdog panel of aviation experts science. watch this aluminium chemicals Su- suggested substances suggested MH370 was somehow linked to another Malaysia Airlines flight MH17 MH17 was shot down flying over eastern Ukraine during the war in the Donbass region uh, between Kiev's forces and Russian separatist forces on July the 17th 2014 <laughs> just four months after MH370 vanished two Russians and a Ukrainian were found guilty in November last year of murdering all 298 people on board by shooting it down Whoa. yeah that's exciting this happened Wise who checked uh, who checked flight logs noted there were three Russians on board MH370 all of whom were seated near an electrical hatch coincidence they, Mate, did, they did not what? they were seated near an electrical hatch yeah what did they do? Tap into it like four? I imagine so. They're going to do something. He put forward a theory saying that two of the Russians created a diversion while the other... <laughs> look over here! Hey! Right. I'm getting electrocuted! This, this plane's electrocuting me! He's like, you ever played... Uh, what's the gun game? Rush, roulette. Russian you ever play Russian roulette? Let's play Russian roulette, my friend. <laughs> With vodka! <laughs> Sorry. Just stereotype of Russian. He put, <laughs> he put forward a theory saying that two of the Russians created a diversion while the other member went below deck. Oh, I know how they created a diversion. They jumped the up and said, I started doing Russian dancing. That would have worked. Wise said he, Whilst drinking vodka. Wise said he believes the hijackers spoofed the plane's navigation data to make it seem like it went in another direction. Spoofed it. You're saying something that sounds to me insanely <laughs> difficult and technical and you're just calling the word spoofed it. I spoofed it. Hacker's gonna hack, Joe. Hacker's yeah. gonna hack. Um, but uh, but flew it to the Bakuna Kosomoto. Fuck knows what. Kosomoto somewhere, which is released from Kazakhstan by Russia. Some foreign place we can't pronounce. <laughs> all right. He based his theory on pings the plane gave off seven hours after it went missing that were recorded recorded by British telecommunications company Imasat. The plane just goes bing bing every now and then. Yeah. However, Wise admitted in New York Magazine that he does not know why Vladimir Putin would give a shit. <laughs> Did he actually say that? Yeah. I mean, he says that the plane full of people and this idea, somewhat crazy. Yeah, they all, to me, they all sound like people just trying to make money so far. His theory was quickly slap the fuck down. Take that, you dumb, dumb, dummy, dummy. Ford Sharuhi, former crisis director for Malaysian Airlines, said, Anyone who gets into the hatch... Could disable the transponder, dum dum, and disable the communication systems. Yeah, dummy. But it's important to fly the aircraft from the avion for what? From the avionics compartment, of course you can. Wise's colleagues were also quick to rubbish the idea, and it's very ultimately led to him being removed from the independent group. Good. They said you're so fucking dumb. Why the <laughs> fuck are we having you give us this you dumb fucking theory? You're bringing down the IQ of our uh, team here. You're gonna need fucking to leave. Fucking dumb, dumb. Okay, so here's another theory, Joe. Are you ready for oh this my, one? There's too many theories. It's just it's, it's all flying around in my head. Oh, right mate, now. they get fucking mental. It's great. Get to the mental, more mental stuff. You know that meme of Charlie Day from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where he's got his map of like crazy yes, shit going out. That's an it's amazing that. episode. That is what's happening. I right love now. that episode. My friend Pepe told me about it. <laughs> Have a cigarette. Theory MH17 was actually MH370. All right. Because MH17 was also a Boeing 777... She told me she was 18, all right? She's actually 17. <laughs> ...operated by the same airline, some conspiracy theorists have suggested the plane that crashed into Ukraine was actually MH-370, Joe. 
gives a shit at this point. <laughs> As an extension to the Russian theory, conspiracies have claimed photographs from the Ukrainian crash site show structural similarities to MH370. Fucking planes are all planes, man. While two disasters involving Malaysia Airlines planes certainly raise eyebrows, there has been no connection drawn between the two. Rather, it has been put down to a tragic coincidence that they happen so fucking close together, Joe. Look, if, if a plane blows apart, it's very gonna, to me, it's gonna be very hard to tell it from another plane. Look, if you and me blew apart, Rich, we're about similar size, we're both white, you know, what they'd find, if our bodies were blew apart, they'd find some bones, some heads, massive dicks on both bodies. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, we'd look quite the same. Sure. Um, Alright, the next theory. We're getting crazy on Our dicks are unblowable, okay? I feel like this is someone who just was like, we need to make a movie out of this plane crash. Let's fucking come up with the most fucking crazy yeah, ideas Yeah, it's Michael ever. Bay. Right? It is, it's Michael it's Bay. Like Transformers, I've done that. What can I do now? <laughs> It's fucking Michael Bay. This theory, right, MH370 used by terrorists for an attack on a Chinese Navy. Go for it. <laughs> Another extraordinary claim came from 41-year-old British yachtman Catherine T from Liverpool. Oh fuck, we can't believe her. She's Liverpool. She's Scouser. Um, Why would anyone want to fuck with the Chinese? They're the most powerful nation on earth, and they're not like liberal and democratic like America. They will fuck you up and they won't give a shit. Her initial count of seeing what she thought was a burning plane in the night sky made headlines around the world, Joe. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. On arrival in Thailand's Phuket, after sailing across the Indian Ocean from Cochin, southern India, with her husband, she said. Fuck, I've got to do a Scouse accent. Well, she was sailing. I could use the outline <laughs> of the plane. <coughs> it looked longer than planes usually do. Ah, yeah, go on, you've saved this podcast. It's going a bit mental and now it's perfectly mental. <laughs> there was what appeared to be black smoke streaming from behind. Mrs. T <laughs> so general description of plane and place were vague and she lost all credibility when she later stated on her blog that she believed MH370 was a kamikaze plane oh I love that term that, that, that was aimed at flotilla of Chinese ships she said it was shot down before it could smash into these fucking vessels I reckon she was a bit smashed when she was making these theories. <laughs> Without solid proof of this satellite data, she wrote on her blog, Saucy fucking hell. Anyone who writes a blog <laughs> is not someone who should ever be credited in anything. Her blog, Joe, is called Saucy Solares. Saucy Scouser. <laughs> the, the Saucy Scouser. The plane she saw was flying at low altitude. That sounds like some sex plane you if you have like a Scouse like, fetish. She added that the internet research showed a Chinese flotilla was in the area. In the early days of MH370's disappearance, others also suggested it was hijacked. Between 9th and the 14th of March, Australian media, mo media mogul Rupert Murdoch, that prick, tweeted that the vanished plane confirms jihad's turning to make trouble for China. Look, he owns a fucking news source. Uh -huh. He's going to twist it any way it's going to work for him. He later said the plane could have been hidden in Pakistan like Bin Laden. They hidden? Yeah, yeah whatever, man. Yeah, why not? Right. Next. Hiding in a cave. Next theory. Theory MH, the MH370 landed on water and was seen floating in the sea. Alright. Was this theory, like, reported by dolphins or...? <laughs> on a flight from Jeddah to Kuala Lumpur that crossed over the... Fuck me. Andaman Sea on March the 8th, Malaysian woman... Raka Dalela, 53, yep. saw what she believed 
was a plane sitting on the water surface. She didn't know about the search that had been started for MH370. She alerted a stewardess who told her to fucking go back to sleep, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Imagine, you, you just you notify the stewardess. There's a fucking plane down there. Fucking, it's landed on the water. People need help. So she was in a plane when she saw the plane. Yeah, yeah. Look, and the stewardess just says, go back to sleep, you fucking crazy bitch. Just go back to sleep. Yeah, and she's rightfully so. Because she was about to say she saw what she thought was a plane. If you see a fucking massive <laughs> passenger plane in the water, you know it's a plane or you don't. <laughs> but if you're fucking miles up in your own plane, you don't know shit. I was shocked to see what looked like a towel wig of an aircraft on the water, she said. It was only when she told her friends on landing in Kuala Lumpur what she had seen that she learned of the missing jet. They serve too many free drinks in first class, <laughs> alright? The mother of ten... Fuck me, the well, mother of Well, anyone ten. who's willing to give birth to ten children is not a reasonable human being. Just like my fucking nan. What a mental bitch. Was she? No, she was lovely. Oh, but she might have called a plane when it weren't a plane. <laughs> she just loved the Right. She just couldn't get enough. <laughs> Your granddad was laying the pipe <laughs> like mad. He really was. The mother of ten had seen the object at about 2.30pm, Malaysian time. She said she had been able to identify several ships and islands before noticing the silver object that she said was a plane. She can identify ships like I know that ship. Her story was laughed off by the pirates. Who yeah, said who, so. who would have been it would have been impossible to have seen part of an aircraft in the water from thirty five thousand foot or seven miles. Yeah, yeah. And she says, Joe, I know what I saw. I know what I saw. Okay, the next theory. The aircraft suffered a catastrophic systems failure. I thought you were about to go like... This sounds like normal shit, Joe. The AI took... Yeah, that actually This actually sounds sounds like normal shit. Let's get to the fucking end of this shit. Some are suggesting... A catastrophic event such as a fire disabled much of the equipment, resulting in the pilots turning the plane back towards the Malaysian Pensanilla in the hope of landing it to the nearest airport. Makes complete fucking logical sense. Yeah, a bit more... That's a bit more sense, logical and sense, sensical. Satellite data, believe it or not, suggests the aircraft did make a turn and theorists say there would be no reason for the pilots to change course unless confronted with such an emergency. A fire in a similar Boeing 777 jet parked at Cairo Airport in 2011 was found to have been caused by a problem with the first officer's oxygen mask supply tubing. The point, there's someone, earlier you were talking about the pilot chucked on all his winter clothing. Mm. Who the fuck knows that? No one does, Joe, it's a theory. Oh, fucking idiots. Uh-huh. Stewart's Law, which uh, has litigated in a series of air disasters, believes the plane crashed after a fire similar to the blaze on the Cairo airport runway broke out in the cockpit. This is the most believable theory so far. It really is, right? It's on mechanical form. After an investigation into the Cairo blaze, Egypt's aircraft accident investigation, Central Directorate, all right, big fucking title, you obviously earn a lot of money, released their final report, which revealed that the fire originated near the first officer's oxygen mask supply tubing. The cause of the fire could not be uh, conclusively determined, but investigators pinpointed a problem with the, the co-pilot cockpit hose into the cockpit and smoking. used to provide oxygen. Yeah, fucking right. To provide oxygen for the crew in the event of decompression. Uh, following the 2011 fire, US aircraft owners were instructed to replace the system. It was estimated to cost 2596 per aircraft. They were just like, ah, let them die, it's cheaper. Pretty much. It was not <laughs> known whether Malaysia Airlines carried out the change. Okay, can we go into the, the craziest one, please? 
Please. That one, by the way, that was... That the, was the sensible one. Yeah, that's the truth, probably. Can we really go into the crazy one, though? Yeah, go on, then. Okay. As long as it's not that bitch thing, you can see a plane from seven miles. No, this one's great. MH370 was sucked into a fucking black hole, Joe! It was sucked into a fucking black hole! Is this a spacecraft? What the fuck? <laughs> Baffled by how a plane could seemingly vanish off the face of the Earth, CNN host Don Lemon, who is a lemon, Asked whether it was preposterous to consider where the air, whether maybe the aircraft was sucked into a black hole, Joe. So the CNN host made this theory. Yes. Oh, he lost his job after that. <laughs> Former U.S. That Department of Transportation Inspector General Mary Shuffler appeared on CNN. Hit back, he said, "A small black hole would suck in our entire fucking universe, you dumb fucking cunts." Uh, Black hole sounds like your nan when your granddad was getting it. Totally a sex tape. Yeah. American news outlet The Wire, now The Atlantic, unsatisfied with Shukla's answer, went on to report on detailed reasons why a black hole couldn't swallow a, pla- a plane. Uh, from Columbia University astronomy uh, professor David J. Hefland and Peter Michelin, professor of physics at Stanford University. Yes, rather. Another improbable theory put forward is that a meteorite hit the plane mid-flight, but the chances of such an event occurring are incredibly low, Joe. Yeah, I would say so. <sighs> I mean, the black hole theory. Are black holes even a thing, or is it just thing, a thing people think happens, or is it actually proven? Because how much have we been into space, and if we saw a black hole... I think black we... holes are proven. They're proven? I think they are. How do we prove it? Did we got, now got sucked in? Is it, um, is that movie, what's that movie? Interstellar. Yeah, is that a black hole? I don't remember. <laughs> that movie fucked with my head. It was a good movie, but... Dude, I had that movie... And then I rethought about the whole of my life that day. <laughs> like, I, I can't watch it again because it's just, just too much psychological damage to me. All right, all right, all right. Um, okay, Joe, what's the most realistic theory? The one that the plane fucked up and it crashed. What's your favourite theory? Favourite? The one that the plane fucked up and it crashed? My favourite theory is the black, black hole. Black hole, yeah. The black <laughs> hole is great. That's the best one. Um, hey, I like the way we did it today. We've done it different. This is the first time we've yeah. done it where there's a bunch of theories and we're just kind of like... Which theory could it be? We just broke them all down to we how broke stupid them all down. they are. Yeah. We fucking... I mean, the dumb bitch who fucking thought she saw oh, a plane. Oh, she... I mean, how that's even in the news, how that's even being reported, is fucking craziness. That bitch be crazy. Yeah, That agreed. bitch They were like, go on, crazy. put her on there. Go on, go on. It'll be a laugh. Put her on there. See what she says. This is Anyone the... Anyone who says, finishes their sentence with, I know what I saw has no more logical answers to explain themselves. This is the first time we've ever done a plane, uh, missing plane uh, thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, well, I don't think we've ever we done a missing train. Plane. We did a, Oh, that train was crazy. I like that train. Didn't that train travel in time or something? That one? Uh, I, I ain't got no good theories for that one. Um, I, I, th- there's a reason I don't fly, Joe. And missing planes like this, and the fact that I'm a fucking Kennedy, and Kennedy's fucking dying crashes, in plane crashes. Oh, do they? Yeah, fucking, uh, fucking John F. Kennedy's son. John F. Kennedy Jr. I, I was think that was say, if anyone ever invites you into their convert, he died in a fucking it. plane crash. Poor fucking guy. Poor fucking guy. So yeah, I don't get on planes, Joe. And then some other relative died. I don't, I don't fucking get on planes. You know what? When I was younger, I thought we just get a plane flying. He's he's dumb. He's a pussy. The older I get, the more I'm like, yeah, I understand it now. I'm pretty sure Kelsey Grammer lost his whole family to a plane crash or something really tragic like that. Like, plane crashes are fucking awful, dude. How did he celebrate afterwards? He no, did not celebrate. <laughs> Fucking awful. Oh, man. Um, Don't be ridiculous, Niles. 
how should we finish this podcast show? I've got nothing left to say. I'm, I'm all out after. Yeah, um, it's been a long week, bitches. It's been a long what week. What do you want from us? We're not performing monkeys. It's We're been, not dancing I mean, garden gnomes, hey, all right? This is a long podcast, 40 minutes, Joe. You're welcome. Um, I'm going to say it like this. If you want to tweet us, yeah. at WTF Mysteries. Yeah. And um, Have a, stay tuned for the next one next week. It won't be about playing Crash or a Black Hole, I don't think. No. Um, I like to go crazy. I've got some fucking good shit coming up. I don't know. You're either going to hate it. It's going to go one or two ways where either you'll understand my fucking love for it or you're going to hate it. Well, I think that's a good thing because I'll either agree with you and we'll get all excited about it or I'll really disagree and uh, you, the podcast isn't going to get me to hear berate you. you the but, shit Yeah, basically. Yeah. So be good. All right, people. Get hard. Get wide. For mysteries. Thank <laughs> you.